You're listening to Catholic Chicago. Ahead, the Archdiocese of Chicago brings you programs about the people, events, and issues that touch our lives. Welcome to Catholic Chicago. Good morning. This is Sister Lavina Francis Panet, and this is Dare to Love that you're listening to, WDNDZ 750 AM, Archdiocese of Chicago. And we are on every first Thursday of the month. Today, we are going to have two special sisters as our guests. And Dare to Love show, uh, for your information, is a program that cultivates vocation awareness and promotes charisms of religious congregations. Good morning, um, Sister Constanza and Sister Elizabeth. Uh, today, they are both in San Antonio, and Sister Elizabeth and Guerrero would have been here in Chicago, except uh, she had to postpone her her trip. So maybe next time we'll be we'll be live with you, Sister Elizabeth. But welcome to this show. Good to see you both. It's good to see you. Good to see you. Thank you for the invitation. So uh, for today, we are actually going to be featuring um, two uh, wonderful programs. And the first one that we will be uh, going to feature is the Weaving Book Cultures. And um, the second one will be ALMA, which is an, uh, both of them being emergent movements in religious life today. So uh, Sister Constanza, um, if, if you want to have the complete name, Sister Constanza Fernandez Cano Salgado. And, you know, I tried to uh, look for FSPS. So maybe uh, you could uh, go ahead and try to explain all that first, and then we're going to have Sister Elizabeth Ann uh, on the second part of the show. So Sister Constanza, you're on first. Well, FSPS means Daughter of the Holy Spirit in Latin. Filet Spirit Sante, and well, I work I work at the Mexican Mexican American Catholic College. I'm part of the faculty and also the staff. And well, I am here. I have been working in a project called Weaving Cultures, Entrelazando Culturas. And but at that time, I worked with as partner with Sister Elizabeth. Uh, I learned a lot of from her and well I have been working there with sisters from different countries and backgrounds 
And I don't know if you want me to explain more or later. Uh, what we could do is probably, um, and Brian here, who is helping us with the technology, um, will be showing a video. And perhaps it would be good to have the video and watch it. And then after the video, we can then, um, uh, perhaps you can follow it up. Um, so we'll, we'll show the video first, and then you can follow up more with weaving cultures or interesando culturas. Sure. Cultures, Entrelazando Culturas, is a program offered by MAC, the Mexican-American Catholic College. The program started as an initiative of the GHR Foundation in partnership with MAC and was designed to build and strengthen intercultural competencies among women religious. The program provided an educational and formational focus-based experience, and additionally, offered resources for interculturally responsive leadership and membership of religious congregations. The incorporation of presenters from various cultural backgrounds, different presentation and process styles, and two language groups gave a richness to the program. Program content was presented in two languages, English and Spanish. The last part of our program was offered online because of COVID-19, and this fact helped us to develop a new training proposal based on two intercultural assessment tools, which we initially offered to the sisters who participated in the first cohort. MAC is currently continuing to offer the Women Cultures Entrelazando Culturas program by opening its horizons. Providing this program in a new modality, not only to women religious, but also to priests, leaders in pastoral ministry, young adults, religious men, seminarians, and lay people who are interested in growing in intercultural competencies. We are offering an intercultural assessment training workshop that includes a review of pertinent topics in intercultural competencies, a description of the stages of intercultural sensitivity, a presentation of two newly developed intercultural assessment tools, the first assessment tool is designed to identify the general cultural identities of individual members. And the second assessment tool attempts to establish the stage of intercultural sensitivity an individual is at. These are not tests to verify suitability for any kind of ministry, religious, or priesthood life, but rather to identify the areas in which each person needs to grow in terms of intercultural competencies. Such efforts might be very useful for vocation directors, formation directors, leadership teams of religious congregations, and leaders in pastoral ministry. And lastly, training to interpret the evaluations and possible tools for increasing intercultural competencies.
Well, thank you so much for that beautiful video. And I just wanted to give credit to um, Megan, who who works at um, MAXA, which is the Mexican-American Catholic College in San Antonio. And uh, I see, I think you are probably in that office as well. Uh, I think of uh, Mac as uh, uh, one of the familia because I uh, took, I think it was in 2017 that I was there for a whole month to take Spanish. And that whole family is just so welcoming and I have fond memories. So Sister Constanza, um, from your experience and having worked with uh, Sister Elizabeth Ann, who is here for Alma for the second part, um, just briefly go back to where you found the need for such a program, and because it looks like it's expanding, but um, at the very least, you can say, so what's emerging that is very, very um, related and, um, to religious life today and the makeup of communities here in the United States? Oh, yes. Well, I think that the heart of this project started when many communities, international ones, face the challenge of welcoming new vocations from the diverse cultures and backgrounds, and uh, often both the incoming sisters and the receiving sisters are not prepared for this intercultural life. Uh, they come to experience difficulties, you know, in, in personal relationships because we have cultural clashes, no? And sometimes a cultural problem is confused with a vocational problem. So it's necessary to walk in mutual understanding and inclusion in between sisters and avoiding, you know, certain type of cultural colonialism where all the members of an institute have to assimilate to the dominant culture of one institute. So I think this was part of the heart that was the call for uh, Mac to answer this need. And so as Mac has been working for a long time in intercultural competencies, uh, we thought that, that putting this piece together will be an answer for the sisters. That's wonderful. And now that you, I'm so excited that you're going to be expanding it as well, and not just, at least because probably some of the contributions and um, when you were working with it, it you pretty much were testing it out uh, among the congregations of women religious. And now we are ready now with the, with the new um, competencies and even how you assess. And it's not an assessment like a test, like, ooh, are you, you know, it, it's not based on whether you will uh, be having um, the new um, entrance and um, those in initial formation if you're going to either send them away. But what it is is it's, is to help everyone to have those intercultural competencies, especially for the community itself. So that's wonderful. And so um, uh, in, in terms of the future, do you have anything scheduled at all, Sister Constanza? Well, scheduled, no, but we have... Uh to offer uh, exactly this assessment to one of our colleagues, Dr. John Chitakure, he's a faculty member, and he developed two intercultural competencies assessment. We, we hear something about in the video. It was a result of his research, study, and experience. And uh, these are two uh, tools 
and uh, this has been this can be applied not only for religious life but also in different settings as seminary seminaries companies pastoral context parishes and in any group that have the desire to explore a level of intercultural intercultural awareness so uh, we are going to promote uh, a workshop we are going to offer some training for using this uh, competency these assessment tools and uh, we will uh, apply them well first we're going to give some content for this uh, assessment tool to understand what does it mean to be intercultural and then to teach how to use the assessments. That is so wonderful. And, uh, yeah. yeah. Uh, to apply them. And the important piece is also to know that this is not to identify if a person ha has a vocation. That's right. Capable, if, no, for being, having a vocation, but to identify a person's degree of intercultural openness, no? So that will be our uh, So much offer. needed in the world today. Thank you, Sister Constanza. There's no way that we can cover everything that you can um, provide us with information. And I would like to uh, follow up with you at some point to get these resources. And um, we were, we're going to um, take a little break. And uh, for the second half, we are going to welcome Sister Elizabeth Ann for ALMA next. The 2021 AIDS 5K Run and Walk is back in Chicago, and Catholic Charities is gathering a team of participants to support this popular event. You can participate remotely, right from your own neighborhood, on Saturday, October 2nd, as we get some great exercise while we raise awareness and funds for the AIDS Foundation of Chicago and more than 30 community partners who support Chicagoans living with HIV. For 35 years, the AIDS Family Foundation For 35 years, the AIDS Foundation of Chicago has helped people affected by HIV and AIDS to ensure that they have access to the best health care possible. They also assist with housing, food and other basic necessities and educate the public about the impact of HIV AIDS in Illinois. 90% of what we raise as a team comes directly back to helping Catholic Charities HIV clients. Join the fund in support of Catholic Charities and the HIV community. Call 847-782-4265 today. That's 847-782-4265.
Do you have an old bicycle that's not being used? Consider donating it to Catholic Charities Veterans Bike Project of Lake County. Skilled volunteers are refurbishing bicycles to make them safe and ready to be used by veterans to get to and from their new places of work. We also gratefully accept financial contributions that are used to purchase bike helmets and other safety accessories. Our veterans have faithfully served the United States and now it is our privilege to serve them. For more information on the Veterans Bike Project of Lake County, call 847-782-4219. That's 847-782-4219. Dare to Love. This is Sister Lavina Francis Pamet. I'm a Franciscan sister to Sacred Heart, and today we have two guests, Sister Constanza that we were speaking with before, Coordinator of Weaving Cultures and Trelisando Culturas. And now, after the break, we would like to um, introduce Sister Elizabeth Anguerrero. We've had her before in the show when she was still a uh, co-coordinator for Weaving Cultures. Welcome, Sister Elizabeth Ann. And now you are the executive director of ALMA, which in Spanish is Asociación de Hermanas Latinas Misioneras en América, Inc. <laughs> and then in English, that would be the Association of Hispanic Religious in the United States, or ARGEO. And it was established in, back in 2008. Is that correct, Sister Elizabeth Ann? Well, yeah, um, correct. Um, it was originally uh, that Arqueo. Um, it has since uh, changed its name to to Alma. Um, there really is no direct translation uh, of that, but it's primarily the um, it's an association of Latin American and U.S. Latina sisters who are in mission here in the United States. But um, uh, that that name was changed in um, 2017. That's right. And I really like the name because Alma, without the H, Alma, A-L-M-A, means soul. So when I heard that, and and of course, uh, Sister Joan McGlinchey, our very own vicar uh, for religious here in the Archdiocese of Chicago, was very much in uh, part of the foundation and finally found a home in San Antonio. So um, we have actually some uh, photos as well as videos. And so I just wanted to quickly check with you, um, Sister Elizabeth Ann, would you like us to show the video first or do you want to just introduce what this is about and then show some of the photos and videos? Well, uh, let me just go ahead and and introduce uh, a little bit of that, Mm -hmm. uh, a little bit of uh, what ANMA is. Um, The video actually is more of a... Uh, more of an anthem, if you will. And it was actually penned and co- uh, co-written by Sister Constanza and uh, her her sister of the, of the same community, Sister Mercedes Casas, who is very famous uh, uh, worldwide, not, not as a musician, but um, just as a wonderful uh, uh, consecrated woman. She's now in, in Rome. Um, yes, and, and she but, was uh, one of the, your speakers, correct? And also a speaker at uh, the Leadership of Women uh, 
really uh, women's leaders conference. Yes. And I believe that was the very first time they actually had a keynote in entirely in Spanish. Yes. So, you know, this goes to show what Alma and what Weaving Cultures is talking about, not just about Spanish, but about um, maybe creating a a different table where different languages and different uh, cultures can share that space and, and, and work together. Um, kind of this global sisterhood. So, um, yeah, maybe that at, at the end you can uh, play some of that anthem. It was, it's, it's a beautiful, beautiful anthem. Um, well, let me just, if I, if I can, just talk a little bit about Alma. As you mentioned, um, it started in uh, way back in uh, 2007. Um, our, basically, our, our mission is to, to accompany uh, religious sisters. Uh, we do focus on Latin American sisters who come here to the United States. Um, we accompany sisters. Uh, we're basically a network of support to accompany them, to empower Latinas as they become better uh, uh, skilled, uh, so to speak, to to not only just uh, enter their, their own and deepen their own consecrated lives, but also uh, as they gain their skills, they'll be uh, better able to uh, minister here in the United States and contribute to society in the United States. Um, uh, as you mentioned, Sister Joan McLean, she was uh, uh, a great part of that that uh, beginning, along with Sister uh, Ana Gabriela Castro, who's a um, Guadalupe missionary sister of the Sacred Heart. Sister Joan McLean, she's still very much involved. Uh, she is still part of our our our, our board, and I, I I call her often to just to get um, some insights and some uh, motivation, um, so to speak. Um, let me just talk a little bit about some of our updates. Alma itself is actually, um, we partner a lot and as many, many other uh, organizations and, and uh, congregations, uh, that seems to be the way of the future. So, we're, so we are partnering in, in, in helping to develop uh, programs. Um, uh, we are working with uh, MOC, as, as Sister Constanza mentioned. I am, I'm actually just one building over from where she is right now. Um, they help us uh, greatly. Um, we have uh, we have great support from the uh, NRVC, the National Religious Vocation Conference, in conversations with with their with their director, with Sister Debbie, um, in opening programs and offering them to uh, some of our some of our sisters, um, with the Religious Formation Conference, also uh, looking at what how can we expand that their their what they already have and maybe uh, can include other cultures and other languages in there maybe co in co-sponsoring some maybe some bilingual webinars or something like that um working uh with lcwr and cmswr because our sisters you know they're here but their leadership isn't here in the country necessarily so they don't belong to either conference so it's up to people like constanza or me to be bridges to to help supply uh, information and support so they, they can be connected to to here, to services here in the United States. So it's very um, much basically advocacy for those who may not have their, or are, are they solely those without their leadership here in the United States? Is that what ALMA is for? No, no, not necessarily. Actually, mm-hmm. um, at, uh, as, as, as you know, all cultures, you know, um, uh, Hispanic culture is not, you know, uh, 
monocultural, right? Mm-hmm. It's it's multicultural, even within the the, the Hispanic culture. As, as I'm sure you can talk about your, your own culture that way. Um, ALMA was originally focused for sisters who were missioned to the United States. So not, not you know, most of the times they're their leadership is in another country, Mexico or South America or the the the, uh, the Caribbean. Um, sometimes, though, uh, we have found oh, over the years that that as sisters come, you know, some have come, you know, have only been here a couple of years. Some have been here 20, 30 years. Mm-hmm. And so now some of their leadership is here. And then also we've expanded to include folks like me who are born here in the United States and their congregations are here in the United States but still feel that need or that call to, to share a space with other sisters uh, of, of, a, of a similar background. Uh, like for instance, me and Constanza, you know, we're both Hispanic, but we come from totally different cultures. You know, we, we argue all the time because we have totally different lenses, but we still need that space. So we still crave that space to be connected somehow. Um, so yes, uh, our, our membership, uh, our sisters who, emigrate here from other countries recently or have been here for several years and then also sisters who are born and raised here you know for multiple generations but still seek some kind of um some kind of connection and as far as the advocacy piece yes um there is advocacy there's also spiritual uh and formation there is leadership de- development um there is um capacity building for them so that they can learn to use uh, services that are all around them. You know, like I, like I mentioned, many, uh, many of us can uh, just be all about ministry because, you know, that is, there is such a great need to be all about ministry. And we forget that we can partner with other people, with other organizations and, 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 and enrich each, each other. They enrich us and we enrich them. So, that is something that we try to uh, model and also teach. That's so. wonderful. So um, I know that your your focus is on Alma now and working mm-hmm. with the, uh, the the different moving parts and the board and uh, hopefully um, I, I know your trip to Chicago would have been speaking with the different uh, local communities of um, the the sisters, the Latina sisters, um, mm-hmm. who are in the archdiocese and probably traveling nationally. Um, so, and of course, you are still pretty much in, in San Antonio and probably still working with Sister Constanza. Uh, I was hoping there was one, um, I think, a, a, no, actually a couple of videos um, in which the celebration, because it's, it's still not quite... Um, uh, uh, I, I think finished in terms of collaborating together for all Latina uh, hermanas Latinas, and there was a video. Um, I, I think it was either you or probably Sister Consada sent me something for Christmas. So I'm hoping that at some point we will be able to feature it. Perhaps not for Dare to Love, but um, I believe it's on YouTube, so I'm, I'm going to have to search for it, and it would be perfect for Christmas. And for Alma, hopefully you don't stop uh, creating those. Um, uh, resources that we will be able to use because being in mm-hmm. vocation ministry uh, right now, those are the kind of things that we need to offer to the world. And even with uh, Sister Consanza and, and uh, Sister Consanza, uh, you're still there, right? I hope we haven't lost uh, uh, our, our connection with you. Thank you both so much. Um, but maybe perhaps um, uh, 
from each one of you, Sister Consanza and Sister Elizabeth Ann, any last words, like maybe a simple phrase, either a blessing, a bendicion, uh, for, for anyone listening and who will be watching this on YouTube? Well, um, for me, uh, really is uh, really more, less of a blessing, but more of an announcement is that, uh, no, we will not finish. We are planning our summer gathering uh, here in San Antonio uh, in June, at the end of June, 2022. So with that, the blessing is that you are welcome. Uh, welcome to come, welcome to come and join us and and to create that space. So uh, that's part of my ending message. We'll find more information on that on, on our website. Wonderful. And so um, that, and that will be a featured, but just um, if anyone wanted to contact you, Sister Elizabeth Ann, what, what, is there a number we can call you or? Sure. Um, uh, you can call the, uh, directly to the Alma cell phone. Here, I, I have it with me, and that is 210-420-0908. Or you can look us up online at uh, Alma, A-H. LMA.org. Wonderful. And Sister Constanza, um, any last words from you? Yes, well, uh, I have been thinking uh, in this work that I was invited to start uh, this project Weaving Cultures. And I have been really understanding that interculturality is at the very heart of the gospel, uh, that it is an essential call for all of us that are Jesus followers. And uh, well, so I invite you to make steps in intercultural life because it's a call for us in every place. So, and I hope that this information, this gathering helps you to go forward and look for this intercultural life. Well, thank you, sisters. Your work is so needed in the world today. Um, may God bless you and your work. And uh, I know for Weaving Cultures, I remain your servant. And, uh, what, and I thank you for, for um, having me join you in those w wisdom circles and learning mm -hmm. as well as spreading um, that um, word of God and that relationship that is so needed in the world today. Thank you both so much for joining me. Um, this is Dare to Love. This is Sister Lavina. God bless you all. Thank you for listening. Thank you for watching. Thank you, Brian, so much for, uh, for helping me. I was a little flustered this morning, but with, with my two guests today, I am um, so happy to have you both. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. as you I am, I come to follow you.